Hi, guys. It's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I hope you guys are having an awesome week. It was so, so much fun to do this glow retreat. We started Sunday night. We had a welcome dinner on the ocean. Absolutely beautiful. And then we spent two days and it was just amazing. I had all these women at my house and we really got deep. We connected. We had an amazing breathwork session. And then we dove into business. And I gave them step by step exactly what to do to take this dream job, to take this passion and figure out how to monetize it, to figure out who you're speaking to, who is this customer, who is this person that you want to serve. And we talked about not only how important it is to figure that out because we need to know their language so we can have this empathy, but we also talked about how you get to choose you get to choose your ideal client. You don't have to play to the lowest common denominator. You don't have to play to a group of people that you don't feel comfortable around. You get to choose who you really want to work with. And then you get to find that intersection of what they need from you and how to meet them where they are. And also for you to weed out the people who you don't think that you can help, the people who you don't want to serve, you get to choose. We live in a very big world of over 7 billion people and there's room for you. And there's a group that you know, there's certain people you're like, these are my people. Um, when I first started teaching songwriters, I made a decision that I wanted to work with the songwriters who would take it seriously, who would commit, who would show up in the course because there's so much that I can't do when somebody is just not ready or they're not in that mindset. And so the way that I messaged it and the way that I talked to people and the, the way that I priced it, all of those things determined who was going to come into the program. And that is why we've had great results. So you get to decide both who it is you want to work with. And also it's so important that once you know that, you really let them know that you are there for them. Sort of like, you know, when somebody comes off a plane and there's a bunch of people standing with a sign, letting them know who they're there to pick up in order for you to know which driver to go with, you know that because they're holding a sign with your name on it. So as business owners, as people who want to speak the language of the people who we want to serve, we want to hold up that sign and say, hey, I'm for you. I get you. I see you. I'm here. I'm the one who's going to drive you home, right? So in your messaging, in the way that you do all of your marketing and branding and storytelling, which is what Laura Belgrade was talking about on Monday, that's how people get to identify, this is my soul sister. This is my person. This is my guy. This is the person that I want to go to when I'm looking for clothes. I go to Spiritual Gangster. It speaks my language. When I'm looking for a designer, I'm going to go to this person because I love her aesthetic. Whatever it is, you're going to let people know that by how you put things out there, the colors you use, the fonts you use, all of that stuff. So we went over some of that and then we went step by step and we talked about what are you going to do to keep watering the earth so you don't go straight to here's what I want to offer you to pay me for, but you have to build it like you would any relationship. And we talked about all the different things that you are going to be able to give. And I gave them all these examples and I put them into groups and they came up with things and they started to see how important it is to nurture and how what we're really building are these empathy empires. And when we really have radical empathy for other people, Yes, it might take a little longer, we think, but really it doesn't. It's so much faster that way because you're dealing with human beings. You're not dealing with a computer, 
right? You're talking to a person and people can smell genuine and vulnerability and reality from miles away. And they can see when you're really there to seek to understand them more than you want them to understand you. And so we talked about how important it is. There's so many principles that discuss this, you know, for every seven touches, typically that's when the relationship starts to gel and that's when things start to move and that's when people start to buy from you and come to you. So we talked about this know, like, and trust factor and how important it is. And I feel like I've always had the competitive advantage because I'm extremely genuine and sincere. So when you can lean into that, people can tell. And somebody asked me in the group, how is it that you feel so comfortable being so vulnerable like this on the show and even in your Instagram. And I said, because I feel like that's the strength. Your vulnerability is your superpower. In fact, even when I'm having a particularly good day or a good week, I would rather err on the side of telling you the things that aren't so hunky-dory, that aren't so glamorous, that aren't so perfect, because I don't want to be one of those people who adds to that illusion that everything is perfect. And I feel like people like Morgan Harper Nichols and Emily McDowell, when you're vulnerable, other people just feel like they can breathe. They feel like there's an opening to actually connect. And so you can build such an incredible business. And by the way, as the women, we went through this process together. I told them, you know, I was able to make seven figures from a small list of a thousand people when I first started my music course. And before that, when I was a maker, when I was just a songwriter, I was able to monetize that and make half a million dollars a year from probably 20 to 25 clients. And I didn't have any footprint online. It was all going direct to my target buyer. And that was another thing we talked about. Some of you are going to have the kind of business where you're going to have a target buyer. There is going to be a clothing store in town that you can approach to sell your bracelets. And some of you are going to want to take the breadcrumbs and throw them out onto the shore and let the seagulls come find you. And you're going to do that by finding a whole community online. And you're going to nurture that and you're going to find your audience and other people that you might want to be a screenwriter. And if you want to be a screenwriter, there's only like 12 people who could help you on a particular show. And so those are your target buyers. And for certain people, you're going to want to think about all the different ways to monetize your dreams. And so we talked about that over the two days. You can be the maker. So you can make the donuts. You can be the teacher. You can teach people how to make donuts. You can be a curator. Maybe you don't want to make it or teach it, but you want to bring together a shop of artisanal donuts or all different kinds of bakers. You want to create a bake-off night. There's all different ways to make a living. And the last one is being an investigator. Maybe you're not making it. Maybe you're not teaching it. Maybe you're not the one gathering people together and brokering it or curating it or creating events around it, but maybe you want to investigate it. Maybe you want to start a vlog or a blog or a podcast all about food. You want to be like the great late Anthony Bourdain where you go around the world tasting it and talking about it. And you can also be multi-hyphenate. You can have each one of these tiers and aspects to your business, which is what I do. I'm an investigator on the podcast where I talk about purpose and I talk about passion and how do you build a life doing what you love. And then I'm still a maker. I write music. I just wrote a book. In those venues, I am making things. And then I'm an agent. I help other songwriters. And then I'm also a teacher. I teach courses. I am now hosting events. So the event was just so powerful. And we started and ended with a meditation. And I had everybody in the beginning close their eyes, put their feet on the ground. And I said, I want you to picture yourself at six years old. And you guys can do this right now also. I said, picture yourself at six years old and see that little girl. 
And for the purposes of the retreat, I said little girl because everybody in the room was a woman. I said, now I want you to look at her and I want you to tell her that she is filled with magic. And I want you to remind her that her dreams matter and that there's a place for her in the world. And I said, and now I want you to apologize to her and tell her that you're so sorry that you've spent so much time telling her that these ideas are silly or stupid or that she doesn't have it all together or she's not enough. And now tell her that you're going to make this time for her, that now's her chance and now's the time and you are going to allow all of these quote unquote silly little ideas and all these dreams and all these hunches, you are going to prioritize that now and give her a hug. And it was just so powerful. It was amazing. And so you can tell I like loved every second of it. And I love these women. We all got so connected. And I'm going to continue to do these retreats. Actually, right now, if you go to the show notes, there is an application. I'll be taking just 14 women. I'll be just doing small groups. And I don't know how many of these I'll do a year, but I'm going to do them because they are so powerful. They are so much fun and they're so effective. So right now there's an application. The application will be open until next week and I'll be taking 14 people. We'll see who's the best fit. We, we did a good job. You know, we got tons of applications for the last one, but we picked a group that we thought would really fit together nicely. So if you want to apply to be part of this two and a half day intensive high touch business accelerator retreat at my home, then go ahead. You can go to the show notes or you can go to glowbizretreat.com. I'm calling these retreats glow because I absolutely can see every one of these women in this room glowing. And I know that the more they harvest and nurture all that's inside of them, they continue to glow more in the world. In fact, Lupe, who was here, said that when she got in the Uber after the first evening, her Uber driver said, where were you today? And she explained a little bit of what she was doing. And the Uber driver said to her, because you're glowing. And I said, well, that absolutely seals the deal, doesn't it? So if you want to be part of the next Glow business retreat, you can go to glowbizretreat.com to find the application, or you can find it in the show notes. You can also find it in my Instagram profile. But I'm just so excited to be working with you guys. And also, there's going to be more coaching. There's going to be more training. I have so much that I want to show you these exact steps to take to be the kind of creative, open-hearted, big-hearted person who hates the word sales. You don't want to be salesy, but you want to make an impact in the world using this empathy empire method, right? Like really creating an empire through empathy, through, through really caring about people. So I have a lot in store, so stay tuned. But those of you who pre-ordered the book, we have coaching starting today. We'll be doing some coaching once a week for six weeks. That was a bonus that you got. If you think that you pre-ordered the book, um, but you didn't sign up for the bonuses, or if you signed up for the bonuses, but you forgot to pre-order the book, make sure you do that before the end of the day because we're going to double check. Um, you can go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book. And if you signed up for the bonuses, make sure that you go ahead and pre-order the book. Do that by tonight so that you can get in on these six weeks of free coaching calls. But I love you guys. And I'm so excited because today we're actually playing for you another clip of a coaching session that I did not at the retreat, but a couple weeks ago with some of our listeners. Her name is Emma. And this woman is like a firefly. She radiates so much light, so much strength. It was such a pleasure talking with her. Not only is she extremely talented, but she has muscled her way through so much pain, which she shares in this conversation. I think you're going to find her story really inspiring. And you'll also be impacted by the ways you can use your mess to connect with your people and then create 
awesome things that are going to heal other people's souls and your own. So let's get into it. Hi, Emma. Hiya. What's going on with you? Okay. I've got to say a massive thank you, Kathy, because genuinely you are single-handedly responsible for changing my life. So I'm an artist. My career has been in TV prop making and scenic painting. Oh, fun. But um, yeah, really fun, but definitely settling, I think. It was the steady job within a creative world that I felt like I should have been really appreciating, but it wasn't hitting the mark, really. And then about four years ago, I got breast cancer. Breast cancer? Yeah, I know. But it was genuinely the best thing that has ever, ever, ever happened to me. It was the most enlightening, perfect experience of something that can be quite dark, but it it lifted me out of a depression. And it's just been a crazy few years because there was the breast cancer, surgeries, chemo, everything, no hair, got hair now. But then when I was due for my final surgery, which was going to be a double um, mastectomy, I got pregnant where even though I had no hair, no periods, I got pregnant. And since then I've just been off. So I've had cancer and then two babies, two babies since then. And off the back of having this really scary disease, it's really propelled me into really, yeah, having to make my own art. I mean, I just have to say that it is such a honor to be sitting here and it's just such a gift to get to do this work and then I get to talk to people like you and hear that story what a blessing you are what a blessing it was that you shared that and it's absolutely riveting and miraculous and the fact that you were not getting your period you were going through chemo you had no hair and yet the love It couldn't be contained, right? There's so much love still. There's so much life. And something that looked like winter, it was spring. And what came out were two souls who were like, I'm here and I believe that it's a a tribute and a testament to you and your strength that they arrived because you left the window open in the darkest of times. You're unbelievably strong. It's not just strong. It's like a tinkerbell. It's like the force in you is unrelenting. I have absolutely no doubt that you were put here to touch so many lives. You must keep painting and making. And then this story in and of itself, it must be told. Like, you know, you don't have to tell it, but it has to be told in some way, even if it's just poetically, because it's so life-affirming That life experience and tale that you can tell can change the course of a river for other people, like thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who were able to be met with that story could be literally mountains can move from hearing that. So now tell me the things. Okay. So I make little magical scenes within boxes. You posted this in the Facebook group and people went crazy. This is what I love about you. 
every step of the way, I'm, I'm just like constantly battling these demons that say, you know, nobody would want to listen to you. Nobody wants to hear like what you've got to say, but you're changing that. You've changed it already so much. Oh my God, Emma, two things. First of all, you just made me cry. Uh, thank you so much for, for sharing that. But I also want to say two things. One, it is so easy to believe in you. It's the easiest thing in the world. And the second thing I want to tell you is that for whatever reason, that voice, that what you called that demon, that is the resistance that is what is creating this rising in you. And when you hear that voice, I think that what brings out the brilliance louder and stronger, it's like the rising of the phoenix that's so bright and so strong because it's resisting all of that darkness. And, and that is, I think, for all of us, whatever gets born, whatever strong and, and fierce it has to come. It has to come sometimes from that thing that we battle. And then what happens is you can use that as a strength when you're making these fairy boxes and this magic. You can use that and hear that voice and know that so many people, unfortunately, are walking around with headphones of that voice all day long, every day of their life. And you're going to make things that remind them that are so sparkly and so bright that it breaks through it and it says, no, this is what's real. This is reality. And that's what's going to fuel you there. And I want you to be so busy knowing how important you are and making and getting this message out because that story fuels the entire thing so much more. Not even the story about the babies, which is already so incredibly beautiful and should definitely be woven in. But even what you just said, that every one of us on this planet can relate to hearing that voice that is it is so mean. It is such a bully and it is so crippling to so many people. It robs us of our beautiful, precious time here. And you're going to make beautiful things in the face of that, which will only make it more beautiful. Just like when you go to the gym and you push on those resistance machines and all it's doing is making you so strong. That's all (laughs) it's doing is it's just building that muscle. So we have to recognize that everybody gets that and that in a way, as, as, as unfortunate as it is, um, there is such a purpose in that pain. And there is a way for you now to help so many people out of that dark place because you had the courage to rise up. And that rising up, oof, that's powerful. And now what are you doing to get those beautiful boxes out there? Okay, so my biggest problem at the moment is that I haven't had that much time. So I can sit down and I love starting something and making the art and seeing what comes out. And all I've done so far, I'm at the very beginning of trying to find this my way into what sort of business and what sort of avenues I can go down. But it's like every creative, isn't it? It's like, I like to sit down and get lost in these little worlds. And they're often really emotive. And um, I just love that magic about it. And then when I try and push it into a business model, as in the things that I make, 
take a lot of time and the materials I use, it's a bit like scrapbooking, but in a 3D box. So the materials I use are literally like sequins and glitter and paper and things, but it takes so long and people, I feel like there isn't a market of people who are willing to pay enough for the the time that it takes. So I've started to deconstruct it and think, well, if I make a prototype of a certain box, then I can make templates and make it quicker, but then it loses its magic. I, I just sort of, I talk myself out of it when I, when I think, right, well, I'd like to be here. I'd like to get here and do it. I'm trying to do a website at the moment, even though I haven't got anything to put on it. It was just helping me with the structure of thinking, how can I sell things? I'm so inspired right now. I have so many ideas and okay. I'm, I, okay. First of all, I love that you're so intuitive that you're like, wait, how could I deconstruct this and do something with one piece? Could I just make one piece of this? I love that you started thinking that way, but I have an idea for you. Yeah. Everything is storytelling. Everything. I want you to think for a second. If success is about solving problems and building community and telling stories, I'm thinking, what if you created a whole set? You know when you go to a gallery and somebody's done an entire series of black and white photos of Niagara Falls or somebody does a series of of pictures of Big Ben? What if you created a series of boxes and you had a photographer take beautiful photos and then you wrote the story? And then you reached out to galleries nearby and bigger galleries and blogs and you shared your work and you shared the story. I'm telling you the opportunities that will come to you from that are incredible. I would love to see that seminal work being created, Mm -hmm. which really shows what this is. See, this is such quality, detailed, special work. It's art. You're buying art. So it needs to, because it takes time and it's so artistic, it's going to need to sell for a lot of money. But the way that it can is when you're not selling it to someone, like it's a piece of something, when there's a whole story behind it and it starts to be understood as a set, as a series. Van Gogh has his blue period, then there's this period, then there's that period. It's art, right? So now it can go for $5,000. It's different. You can put them in, you know, frames that have casings and people can buy them as pieces that go on the walls, right? Then you can be selling them and making them for high net worth people. I have a friend, Amy Tangerine, who's been on the show. Amy has very few of these because she has lots going on in her life, but she has a few very wealthy people who pay her to scrapbook events. They'll say to her, can you create a scrapbook of this trip I just took? Here's this much money. And they want her to do it because she's a very successful scrapbooker. But Mm. this is the kind of thing where once you establish yourself as Emma, who makes this art, and this is what the art is about, I would create just like a fashion designer does. I would create for every season, winter, spring, summer, fall, your set your series. You're going to do eight boxes and with this story, and then you're going to think, who's your target market? 
And what are they reading? What blogs are they reading? What magazines online are they reading? What publications are they going to? You're going to send it out. You're going to call galleries. You're going to do this. You can even reach out to galleries that are not local to you. You can reach out to a gallery in Brooklyn and say, I will ship you these 10 pieces and I will put them in special frames and you can do a a series on this. Then I would think about who does this make sense for? Now, once there's an established, this is Emma and this is her art and this is how you want to give it its importance. You want to establish it in the marketplace, right? And then when people want to work with you, there's a couple ways to get in. They can hire you to commission you which is what artists do for a particular event. You can say, you know, reach out to me in, and I take certain amount of people on very few, but I take, I'll take a few clients at a time and you tell me what the, the event is. Maybe you send me some inspiration, some pictures or some beads, or maybe you even send me a family heirloom and you want me to put it inside this to canonize it. And then I can create for you a box and it costs right? Now, if you want this size box, this is what it costs. You know, all these different kinds of things, you can then show photos of that on your site as you build those and say, these are the boxes I've done for, like you said, a baptism, somebody's 50th wedding anniversary, a gift for a grandparent. And these are the kinds of things that I do. And I wouldn't put the prices up there. I'd have people reach out to you. But when you get busy showing and telling, showing and telling, showing and telling your story, People will yeah. come to you. And then it's so incredibly hopeful and, and, and magical. And, and then the other thing that you can sell is not only can it be that you get commissioned, but there's several other pieces here. You can reach out to brands and say, I can tell your story. And just like they use claymation, like they could wind up just using these boxes. You could have like materials that you sell for people to make their own box, right? Like here's like 15 printables and some glue and some scissors and you can make packages. This one's $15 for the, a scissor and three colors of puffy paints and some sequins. You can buy this package and then you can literally like help other people to create the boxes and you can give them like um, themes. Like, do you want to create a Christmas box? Do you want to create a new baby box? There's so much here, but you're sitting on a gold mine. Yeah. That's part of the problem is that there is so much scope for it. And I feel like when I look at it like that, it's like Christmas, new baby, wedding, um, just, just, just so much that I get a bit overwhelmed. And I do love that the scope of the things that I could cover but I keep on repeatedly being drawn to obviously because of my story I keep on being drawn to the possibility of doing bereavement boxes or even if somebody's been given a terminal diagnosis they could reach out to me and we could work together in making something for their family and I was even thinking it's about amazing. Having like- that is amazing. And here's what I want you to do. That is worth gold. That is so important. The healing that will occur. Think about people who want to make something healing and beautiful out of a time that is so dark and they feel like they have no control and they're losing everything to be able to say, but this is what was, and this is what's not ending. This is what's eternal. These are all the things that we're not going anywhere. I'm taking this with me. This is what I'm holding on to. 
And the thing is that it makes an incredible story as far as PR is concerned. Like, I think you should lean into the bereavement. I think you should lean into your story. But I would begin with establishing context by creating a whole set. I would elevate this to something higher by framing these and putting them in galleries and having really well done photography of them in color, in black and white. And then I love the idea of you reaching out and saying to people, I'll even do a few just to do them. Yeah, Tell yeah. me your story. Are you, is someone you know going yeah. through a, a, a hard time? I'll make a couple pieces. And then yeah. that would be an incredible set to photograph. Yeah, I was thinking about doing an exhibition because of um, having the breast cancer. I'm on certain Facebook groups where there's people all over the country and they talk about, what stage they're at and what's happening. I was thinking that would be a good place to find some women if they were on board to do some and then have them all as part of the exhibition and have even an audio element. Because I think since having the cancer, but then even more so since having the children, that's what is the biggest um, fear for me is leaving them and how I'd want them to remember me. And so, yeah, even having a piece of audio that plays with a little message that you want to, you want to remind. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And, you know, there's an, there's an event my friend just went to, it's called Endwell, E-N-D well. It's a, it's a conference that happens where people talk about how to end your journey well. Right. And really really famous people go to speak there about all different kinds of topics. Cause what it's really about, it's really not as much about death as it is about living a life well spent yeah. so that when it, when yeah. the time comes, you really took it in and made it impactful. Yeah. yeah it's reminding but, people that they're going to die. So they live better. That's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. there's such an audience already for this. And I think it's so purposeful and it makes everything you've been through, it gives it so much meaning. And there are so many people who are in the land of the living who can be inspired by this, even if they're not going through loss, that will wake them up. And that's why I sort of like the two audiences where one is sort of your work and it's being shown in galleries or it's being shown in a blog or in a magazine with your story, with really beautiful photos of these boxes. And then I also love you leaning in. So that's you leaning into inspiration inspiring the world about the fairy dust that can come out of something dark, which is beautiful. And then I really also love you leaning into the, the real grief and helping those people have a space to find healing in that place. I mean, it's just, you have so much work to get done. Anna. No, I, mean, I know. I've only got two days, two days a week where my kids are in nursery. So I've got to do it all in two days. So what I would do if I were you, because um, I, I was there where you are in the beginning, I had two kids and I only had two days to work and three days I was with them and laundry yeah. and everything else. And I, give, I would give myself a goal and I would put it on the calendar and I would say, okay, in six months, I'm going to have five songs recorded, which means I'd have to probably write 15 to choose the ones that were good enough to then pay to have recorded. And I'd have to get them recorded, meaning written, recorded in the studio, mixed already so that six months from now I'd have an EP, like a, a, a small album I could put out. Okay. So I would love for you to set a date and put it on the calendar yeah. and say, 
I don't know how long it takes you, but maybe three months from now, I'm going to have eight boxes done or whatever, whatever you think is, is it. And then I would keep myself no matter what I would get it done because what I would do to motivate myself is I would tell myself in three months time, when these eight boxes are done, I'm going to hire this particular photographer. She's going to shoot this and I'm going to then create a beautiful story and I'm going to write my story with these boxes and I'm going to send it to every single publication and gallery I can think of across the globe. And I will find several, if not one, who's going to want to share my work and that's going to motivate me because that's going to be my business card to establish my story, establish myself. And then from there you can start to do all kinds of other projects. But that scares me. So what if that did take off and then I don't even have a website and I don't have an Instagram following and I don't have, you know, there's, it's like if somebody said, Oh, this is amazing. Let's put it in our magazine. And then I need a website. It's like all these you just, things. No, like, you yeah. don't. No, you don't. And it, I know why you're scared because it's so scary to actually know that you're worth it and to make the time for it. But everybody will come up with a million things like that, like what they need. But you don't need anything except one thing, which you can make in three minutes. You know what you need? You need a lead page on a website, just a lead page that says, for more information, put your email here. That's all you need. Okay. That's it. You don't have to have 100,000 Instagram followers. You don't need a five-page website. I don't even know what my website is right now. I haven't had a website in like eight years. I don't know what's on it. I think someone made one. I don't use it. It's irrelevant. What we wind up doing is we focus on the wrong things because we need excuses to keep ourselves stuck because deep down, we just don't feel worthy of our dreams. And you, if anybody deserves to have a beautiful day every day, it is you and you've earned it. And Emma, I remember when you posted the thing about the baptism and it's, people went crazy. Yeah, that one didn't take me that long either. <laughs> I was like, why are people really excited about this one that it only took an hour or something? <laughs> Well, I think it's incredible. I see a lot of things coming off from this. I can see the audio, like you said. I can see people's stories. In fact, when you said it's a little bit like all over the place to do Christmas, baptism, anniversary, what I would do is I would tell your story, make the set, and then I would make your work about every person's individual story. And every box tells a story of a life and a life well-lived and the magic. And it could be for somebody who's it, it doesn't have to be that they're dying. It could be, but it could also just be that every person deserves to see their story reflected back and everyone has a story and you might think yours is insignificant, but it is so important and it's affected so many people and it's touched lives and you matter. And that in of itself is an incredible piece that you create for a blog. And that would be incredible if like you literally had like Meredith and Cassie and Tony and all these different humans and like every box, every photo on your site is like another human being story. And then there could also be the whole, the dark into the light piece, you know? So I want you to commit to getting this piece done, the series done, taking photos of it, and then seeing what happens when you knock on a few doors and let people know that that's available to show in a gallery or on a site. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm excited. It's brilliant. Thank you so much. I love it. I'm so excited. That was tremendously powerful. Emma, I just want to thank you for letting us in on your story. And I know your future is so bright. So please keep us in the loop for all the amazing things you're going to do. All right, now let's talk about your wins. So Sarah posted in our Facebook group, 
I've been with my current company for almost seven years, and recently I launched my design company because I couldn't find another job. As my client lists have been growing rapidly, balancing my nine to five and my freelance has become really difficult. On Tuesday, I presented to transition my role from full time to my company by becoming my client. I offer to still do marketing and social, but only 25 hours a week. I understood losing benefits, et cetera. However, today my boss and upper team approved the transition and they are letting me keep everything. Wow, I can't believe it. I wanted to share this story in case any of you are afraid of the transition to launching your brand and giving up steady income. You never know what you'll get if you never ask. And I was really afraid to ask. So keep killing it, you guys. You're going to do amazing things. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing that. That is so awesome. I'm so proud of you for doing it scared and taking that stand for yourself. Look how the universe responded. I also think it's really smart that you're building this bridge while working at your nine to five and then creating this transition into building that freelance business. Keep going. Keep growing. I have no doubt that you are meant to have this incredible career where you're going to do what you love full time. So keep us posted. Okay. Next win is from Corey. A while back, the amazing Anna Strechu posted in this group about her illustration work, and I reached out to her about doing a trade. Long story short, she created some really wonderful illustrations for my freebie, which is a quiz about what kind of burnout you're experiencing. Anna is awesome to work with, and I highly recommend her. So Corey posted a couple of illustrations that Anna did for her, and they're so unbelievably adorable. And at the same time, they depict those overwhelming feelings of burnout so perfectly. You guys can see them for yourself. If you join the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group, you can see it. Corey and Anna, I love that you guys found each other through this amazing community and that you join forces to support one another through your unique talents. This is what I wanted when I created this group, a safe space where you all could come together, gifted souls could unite and collaborate. So thank you from the bottom my heart for sharing this with me. You guys, you can find Corey at CoreyLynn.com. That's K-O-R-I-L-I-N-N.com. And you can check out Anna's awesome work on Etsy at Anna Has the Key. So I loved getting together with these women this week. If you want to come on the next Glow Retreat, you can go to GlowBizRetreat.com or you can find the application in the show notes. I would love to see you. We're going to pick 14 women and you will be gathered together soon in my home in just about six weeks or so. In addition to that, I do have something I am planning to launch for men and women that'll be online that is going to be something for those of you who can't fly in who don't have two and a half days to take off and be with me in person. This is going to be a 12-week program where I will be laying out step-by-step all of these things that you can do to help you monetize the exact plan, the exact strategies, simple steps you can take so you don't have to sell. You can actually just do what you love doing best, which is having empathy for people, making the work that you love, and making an impact. Um, Stay tuned for details on that. It'll be coming soon. But in the meantime, you can apply for the retreat if you want to be at that. And those of you who want to get in on the six weeks of coaching, go ahead and make sure you already pre-order the book. It's at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book. If you think you already did, make sure that you go ahead and do it. If you already signed up for the bonus, you can sign up for the bonus there. If you did pre-order the book, but you forgot to sign up for the bonus, either way, go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book and make sure that you get in on that um, so that you don't miss out on your bonus for pre-ordering the book. Thank you guys for listening. I know you have a gazillion things you could be doing with your time. It means the world that you're here. If you have something you want to share with me, come on over to Instagram. I read every DM. You can follow me there at kathy.heller. That's the best way to connect with me personally. If you like this show or any other episode, please go ahead and share it with a friend. If you haven't left us a review on iTunes, it means the world to me. I look at those sometimes and it just fills my heart to see how many of you are sharing what this show is doing for you. So 
The show is obviously free. If you share it with a friend, it helps us so much. If you leave us a review on iTunes, you don't even know how that helps us. So go ahead and do that if you haven't yet. Thank you for listening. I love you guys so much. I hope this was inspiring. Thank you, Emma, again, for all that you shared with us. What an honor. You're awesome. I'll leave you guys with a song of mine. Have an incredible weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. And I'll talk to you guys on Monday. If dreams are made of paper, let's make paper mache. We'll build a world together with our hands. Hope is made of helium We'll be like balloons And float away Wouldn't that be grand? Nothing lasts forever So we're all a little scared But we're not giving up that easy No, we wouldn't dare Hey, hey, Mr. Sun Don't you set tonight Tonight, cause we still got a million plans for the day.